and welcome to Keanu Club, like a cool breeze over the mountains. This is episode 84, DC League of Super Pets, from 2022. I'm Mike Manzi. And I'm Joey Lewandowski. And Mike, we are here in your house. We have not recorded an episode here since that thing you do for Hanks. Whoa, that was a while ago. Have we done something here since then? I don't know. I was trying to figure it out. We've done Elvis movies here, I think. We did one with Kara here. Yeah, but that was Jailhouse Rock. That was like forever ago. Oh, boy. I am... The pandemic has warped my brain. Yeah, I've done some remodeling. (laughs) Everything new here. This one kind of snuck up on me. I mean, Keanu, not a huge part in this, but when we're looking forward to, like, future Keanu movies, whatever reasons to, you know, get back together and record a new episode, like, this is one that happened. He is in this movie. He plays Batman. Yeah, animated Batman. Well, CGI animated Batman, which is cool because now we have had Superman voice voiced by Cage and Batman voiced by Keanu. Yes, which is very exciting. We also have whatever her spoilers for Doctor Strange 2 credit scene, but we have Charlize as a superhero in that. Yeah, very cool. All of the people that you and I do, Tom Cruise is basically just a superhero in real life. Yeah. Tom Hanks has never played a superhero, has he? Not to my knowledge. Not yet. Unless you consider American hero Forrest Gump. Yeah, I mean, he played a supervillain in The Colonel. I'll get you, Elvis. You've got to do it every episode, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, so we have Keanu here as Batman. This movie is about the pets. Let me read the log line to this movie because I feel like this is a movie that people are like, wait, what? What is this? Even though it's the big new release this weekend, when Superman and the rest of the Justice League are kidnapped, Crypto the Superdog, voiced by The Rock, must convince a ragtag shelter pack, Ace the Hound, PB the Pot-Bellied Pig, Merton the Turtle, and Chip the Squirrel to master their own newfound powers and help him rescue the superheroes. Very nice. Very and it's a really star-studded cast of voice actors, including the aforementioned Keanu Reeves as Batman, but we have mm-hmm. Dwayne Johnson as Crypto, Kevin Hart as Ace the Bat-Hound, John Krasinski as Superman, Kate McKinnon as Lulu, who is a, a gerbil, right? Hamsters is a dollar store gerbil, I think. I think yeah. it's a gerbil. I was getting very G-Force flashbacks of I Cage noticed. as a mole. Yeah, I noticed too. <laughs> uh, Vanessa Bayer as PB, Natasha Leone as Merton, Diego Luna as Chip, Jamila Jamil from Good Place as Wonder Woman, Mark Marin as Lex Luthor, Dasha Polanco from Orange is the New Black as Green Lantern, Olivia Wilde as Lois Lane, Jermaine Clement as Aquaman, David Diggs as Cyborg, John Early as The Flash, Middleditch and Schwartz as these two guinea pigs, Maya Erskine from Pen15 as as Mercy Graves, Yvette Nicole Brown as Patty, Alfred Molina as Jorel, Lena Haiti as Lara, Keith David as Dog L, Dizzy Phillips as Foop. <laughs> like, I keep saying this, like, because that's a stacked cast, Yeah, man. yeah. I mean, it's this new, not new anymore, but it's a thing that happened a little while ago where they started using famous people's voices yeah. instead of voice actors, and it works better than it usually does in this particular yeah. movie because everybody's got really cool, distinct voices and no one's just doing their own voice like even the rock feels like he's doing kind of like a gentler calmer rock and sometimes a more frantic rock when he's like yeah. scratching at things yeah that, well i guess that's my point is like everybody is accentuating their voices here and nobody feels like they're phoning it in like you might think when you don't have professional voice actors filling these you know, roles. i think i think there is like you know i i understand and i side with the voice actors who are like you know the rock can be in a movie as himself like nobody's casting john dimaggio as like the lead of an action movie or whatever for instance right <laughs> yeah but I think that there's something different. It's, it's not better. It's just different when, like, the entire cast is famous people. Mm-hmm. It's not like they're just, like, The Rock is stealing, a, like, the lead role from somebody else and everybody else is just a professional voice actor. Yeah. These are all famous people who are all in front of the camera or also doing True. voice work here, too. So, yeah, again, not better, but different. And what I liked about it is that they joked about it. Like, they knew that they were 
using these well-known people so they worked in a lot of their like real world references or kind of catchphrases or like things they like mark maron for instance right yeah. playing lex luther but at one point someone says in the movie lock Kate the McKinnon gates as lulu says lock the gates we're like oh yeah so like that line most likely wasn't in the movie right. until mark maron was cast it's, so it's fun like that it's so weird the maron inclusion here is so weird because like it sounds like him like for a while like i'm glad i knew it was him because eventually i would have figured it out but like even though i've listened to him speak for hundreds if not thousands of hours on this podcast Mm-hmm. It didn't really sound like him. And I was just like, who yeah. is? I'm like, okay. I was very bummed that there was not more John Early as the Flash because John Early is so funny. Yeah. I mean, we're obviously looking for more Keanu here for the thing, but like John Early, I was just like, come on, man. Like he had like two lines. Yeah. He was barely in the movie at all. Like the Flash himself was barely in the movie. And, you know, same with like Wonder Woman. It would have been nice to just have a few more human moments without the pets and just so we could see sort of how much they depend on them yeah. at some point or something. Well, I think what's interesting is that like I assume like I knew because I grew up with DC and so I knew crypto and I know that Supergirl has a cat and I don't remember the cat's Sparky or something yeah there's a horse in there somewhere also did not she know has that. she has a horse that yeah like a Pegasus did not know that but <laughs> I, I sort of assumed that everyone was going to have their own pet and they all teamed up but it's like yeah. no they're all just normal pets that get powers in this movie see that's exactly what I thought too because I knew Ace the Bat Hound I mean, he's been around since the 50s in comics. He was in Batman Beyond, like, you know, in the cave. He's just a dog, but he's sitting there. So, like, I thought as well, like, the heroes were going to get abducted and all of their pets were going to have to come together to save them and stuff. I mean, I kind of, like... You were half right. Yeah, but I was also sitting there going, like, when are they going to show Ace's backstory and how he got separated from Batman? But that didn't... That's not his backstory. <laughs> it's almost like they. this is like a backdoor prequel to the movie that we expected, because by the end, they're all mm. paired up, and they all yeah. have their partner or whatever superhero they're affiliated with. And then from there, if they want to do more, you can, where it's like you could spin it off into Batman and Ace or whatever, yeah. right? I smell a cartoon series on HBO Max. HBO Max, maybe, but I was going to say, if it's a cartoon series, like I guarantee you like none of these voice actors return. Oh, no, that, that always happens. Yeah, none of them are coming back just to do like a TV show. Right. It's like, okay, yeah, you got me for the movie because you paid me a lot of money, and now I'm good. Do you think they paid The Rock three times? Well, The Rock also produced this. This was a seven bucks production, so he's got skin in the game. So I'm sure that, that makes he sense. You know, was willing to put in the work because he is reaping probably a disproportionate amount of the proceeds, the profits here, yeah. because you know he financed it, and he's the star, and he does the most work and everything. Right? Smart, man. I mean, he's got two DC movies this year, and they're probably going to be the two biggest ones of and the year. Spoilers for the end of this movie. There's a nice Black Adam crossover after the credits. Because I was saying to yeah. you that I read online there was some crazy post-credit scene, which again, you're like, why? Is this movie need a post credit scene? It's like, oh, there's Black Adam and Black Adam's dog, and there's three characters on screen being voiced by The Rock. And I'm like, that's kind of funny. That was funny. That was. I also wasn't sure if this was an intended Easter egg, but they didn't show Black Adam's face, and I thought that was a reference to them not showing Superman's face in, in Shazam. Uh, in Shazam, yeah, maybe, very possible. I don't know. We've been recording for less than ten minutes. I don't know that I have a ton to say. Well, we haven't really even talked so much about Keanu Batman. Yeah, let's talk about it. Maybe the darkest version of Batman we've had on screen yet. Like, one of the first lines out of his mouth is, I miss my parents. Because he sees Superman and Crypto, like, loving each other. And he's like, I'm so alone, basically. Like, I miss my parents. Yeah. yeah. Super funny. Uh, I like that part where he was listening off. He's like, Batman works alone, except for Robin and Alfred. And, and then they keep going, and they come back to him, and he's like, the guy Morgan Friedman plays. <laughs> yeah. I was saying this week, when I was telling friends that I was going to see this movie, that we have so many active Batman, because we have... Mm. Robert Pattinson, Affleck is back. Yeah. We've got Keanu now in here. Michael Keaton's going to be in the new movies. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 
Technically, Will Arnett is still a current Lego Batman. Batman. We got Kevin Conroy in the video games. Oh, right. He's back. Yeah. There's so many that are just like active Batman. It's crazy that in the DCEU, there's more than one, right? And then oh, there's yeah. the, the Batman, which is a different universe altogether. Like, I get the animated things. Like, that's not like, you're not, people aren't going to confuse the two, but it's like, there's so many Batman. Yeah. I'm okay with it, I guess. I mean, I wish there were this many Supermans. Um, I wish we had, like, another Green Lantern film by now, I guess, you know. But it's like, there's it's such a safe bet to do Batman. But what I thought was funny is, like, Keanu's voice was such a great match for the yeah. design yeah. that I kind of feel like maybe we missed out on Keanu playing Batman. Like, I feel like this is, I mean, this is a group effort, but this is definitely mostly a crypto Superman movie. Yeah. Superman's not in a ton, but that's that. I feel like the breakout would be Kevin Hart as Ace and yeah. Keanu. Like that, if they're going to do one more of these or the next one, it would be that. And that would that would be smart too, you know, because they're the second most popular. He, you know, goes Superman probably goes Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, right? So like, yeah. those are the those are the three movies you make, and the next one, a Batman movie, would be a lot of fun, especially the way they set up Ace in, in this and gave him powers and et cetera, et cetera. Like, yeah, I liked him as a character as well. Because you could keep adding, like I was saying, like, yeah, there's Supergirl and her cat. Like, there's so many, and apparently her horse now. Like, there's so many (laughs) you could keep adding if you want to keep adding characters and whatever. And I feel like what's fun about the animated movies, like the Lego Batman 2, is that there's no real rules at all. Like, there's no rules in any movie. Like, you can do whatever you want, but, like, there's even fewer rules in these. And so you don't have to be as beholden to whatever. Like, you don't have to be like, we can't cross this over. It's just like, oh, we want to make fun of, like, an actual actor in the movie, like, mentioning Lock the Gates or whatever. Which is like, yeah, we can do it because it's a cartoon and like it's it's taken less seriously so it can be more fun this even feels like they're able with this to stretch it further than like the teen titan stuff because that still has to stay within the teen titans yeah, universe yeah, yeah. in a in a, a certain degree so here they were really doing like throwing everything out there so there i bet there's tons of references like we didn't even pick up on because they were so deep in dc lore and stuff but there is even one moment where they cut to lois lane and all you hear is and they defeated him by getting him to pronounce his name backwards you know and so like yep. that's a reference to Miss, mr mcsixoplex or however the hell you want to pronounce his Mix name is Piddly. you know that was a nice like if you caught that it's like oh they do have like an amount of care here other than just sort of a cash grab they want you to be having like a fun time watching it not just watch it I think this one was more fun. I mean, the Teen Titans go to the movies, the, the Nicolas Cage as Superman thing that we talked about. That was my first introduction to, or that was my, not my first, that's redundant. My introduction to Teen Titans. So I, I didn't really have like a, an emotional connection to those, but I feel like what I liked more about this was that there's not much more Keanu as Batman than we had Superman, Cage as Superman than that. But that was like literally like he dropped in just like it said, ta-ta or whatever. And then yeah literally flew out of the movie yeah here there wasn't a ton of Keanu but they came back three or four times and he probably has like five or maybe ten minutes ten minutes is probably pushing it probably closer to five minutes mm-hmm. of on screen time but it felt like they kept coming back and there was a reason we're like oh there's more as opposed to like is Cage gonna come back the answer no not no. really yeah and it, you know he's got what like Batman's got maybe ten lines in this movie but it seems like they wanted to do it I just got the sense that like there's more to do with this Batman if they were to get a comeback like I like the interpretation of him it's really funny well I don't remember I don't think we said it on the episode yet but the movie starts with krypton exploding but we didn't see like this is a batman movie where we didn't see the pearls fly in the alley i'm like are we gonna get are we gonna get that too like maybe Ooh, maybe that's how they start the second movie you know i mean yeah i leaned over to you right at the beginning i was like are they gonna blow up krypton you're like i think so the answer is yes i was just surprised because you know super children's movie right here well, there were, like, a lot of jokes, like, where the supervillain cat that is, like, the, the mid-movie boss, who's voiced by an actual child, like, this is her first movie, uh, Cat Whiskers, and she dies, but she's like, got eight more lives. It's like, well, no, yeah. you just admitted on screen that, like, the cat died, but she's like, she's fine because cats have nine lives. But if you think about it, she's like, wait, what? Hold on. Hold on, what? So, you know what's bizarre about that 
and I don't think we've ever done this before, but there was a trailer before the movie for Puss in Boots. And the premise of the movie of that is you've died eight out of your nine times, Puss in Boots. Like, you can't die again. And that's a children's movie, yeah. you know? And he's called back to duty. He's got to put the boots back on. So, like, this is it. It's for real this time. Yeah. I was just kind of very surprised to not only see that trailer, but then see the concept pop up again in the movie we were watching. I do want to say that what stole the movie from me easily was Natasha Leone. Like, she's great in everything she does, but her here as the turtle that gained super speed and eventually ended up the Flash was just so funny. She swore like three or four times that they believed in the movie. Everything she says, the way she says it, and I think like it's part of like you hire someone like her because people who know her already love her. You know, right. it's like, it's, like you, it's hard not to love her. So you hear her voice, you like you're comfortable already. But man, she's she's so good in this movie. One of the voices I recognized as well, like obviously Kevin Hart, I recognized his voice, uh, but I didn't pick up on John Krasinski as Superman. Like I wasn't thinking. I'm thinking John Krasinski, Mr. Fantastic. Like that's where my brain going these days so it was nice to know so like kate mckinnon but like others i couldn't really pick out and stuff was it aquafina as who as mercy i think no that was maya erskine from pen 15 okay because like she was doing the voice sounded so much like to me like an Aqu- aquafina's voice like, like. well the, the issue is that like like i was saying there are like 20 sort of famous to really famous voices yeah and the people are all like second tier in terms of how they're involved so like this woman like, it might as well be aquafina because like she's only on screen for like again four or five minutes right, right? yeah so, I, I, like five lines maybe i started watching a tv show last night called the old man and there's a voice on the phone that jeff bridges is talking to and i was watching with a friend we were both like is that x and we're like no it's, it was neither it was somebody else but like you only hear this sort of like woman speaking slowly on the phone just like it could be like any number of people so aquafina is great i would love to see <laughs> but it was my erskine so do you have other favorite moments or characters or lines or voice actors in this it's funny how this movie was able to dismantle the Justice League so believably whereas sure. like other movies struggle and even other cartoon movies that I watch I watch a lot of those ju- like Justice League cartoons and all that kind of stuff and I was sitting there watching this movie going like yeah like this is a worthy villain like this is one of the more worthy villains they've ever faced like in recent memory I also like you know they did a lot of riffing on the Snyderverse in this and at the end the guinea pig like grows and gets like the kryptonite insider but then she grows like spikes like doomsday and she throws like the crackle Mm -hmm. at them and everything and the whole world turns like dim and dark I was not expecting them to kind of go that extra mile with it right but like they've got the I should have known because it's DC and it's so like corporate and everything they're definitely trying to mine their own IP and, and let people know like you know we're trying to have fun with it here this is not my favorite movie. It's not my favorite movie of the year. Like, there's nothing about it. I'm just like, oh, this is a movie. It's like, I don't even know if I'm going to buy it. Although I do own every Keanu Reeves movie, so maybe I will. But, like, it was better than I thought it was going to be. Because I, thought, it, I yeah. thought there was a chance that it was, like, kind of, like, dumb or grown. Like, I expected it to be, like, pretty good. Because, like, you don't hire voice actors at this level and not have it be, like, at least, like, pretty good. Yeah. But I was expecting, like, oh, this might be a cash grab. Who knows what this is going to be? And, like, again, not my favorite movie, but, like, pretty good. Like, worth seeing. Maybe not go out into theaters and see it, but, like, it'll be on HBO Max probably in September. Yeah. So, like, you can wait till it's then and then just see it then. Like, it's worth putting on because it's funny. Like, there's a lot of funny stuff in it. Yeah. If if you're a parent or you have nieces and nephews, like, this is definitely one of the movies where I would not mind taking those kids to see it. Yeah. Now, any other thoughts about DC League of Super Pets? No, I think that's about it. Is there anybody you would add for the sequel? I mean, we we want to, or a second one, we want to have Batman and Ace. Mm. I guess you could expand into the Batverse, right? Like, you could have, like, Joker and Joker as a pet, and you could have, like... Well, that's how you write Harley and her hyenas or something. I mean, yeah, that's another thing you'd have to, like, the penguin and his penguins. 
There's so many animal-based characters. I want to say heroes and villains out there that right. you could really team them up with their personal pets, like really well. Yeah. And off the top of my head, it's it's I can't. They they kind of covered all the bases, didn't they? Like all the main dudes were there. Maybe Hawkman. I don't know him and his hawk. Hawkman, Hawkeye, Hawkman. There's the Hawkman. Oh, there were a lot of also yeah. not like digs at Marvel, but references to Marvel. That's right. Like, I wish I was like elastic. I wish I was super stretchy or like had a magic hammer or like they should call yeah. me Iron Man. Like there are yeah. things like, again, like I feel like Snyder or like live action where maybe Suicide Squad would do it. Like where it's like we're allowed to be more silly, but like the, the tone that they have established in the live action stuff right. would not allow for like, no. let's reference this other thing. But like to kids, it's just like, who knows? Like they don't know DC versus Marvel. It's all just on their TV, right? Exactly, so, exactly. The only people who care about that are like nerds who get angry about dumb shit, right? <laughs> yeah, they're like, you gotta keep them separated. Yeah, just like the offspring said. Let's take a quick look ahead to what else Keanu is coming out soon before we wrap up, because this is our second episode this year. We did The Matrix in January. Oh, yeah, love that. And we did this right now, but coming up soon, John Wick next year, John Wick Chapter 4. After that, John Wick Chapter 5, he's got Berserker. Oh, that- they're making a movie out of the comic? He was at Comic-Con this year, really hyping up the comic. Really cool. The immortal warrior known as Berserker as he fights his way through the ages. Based on a comic by Keanu Reeves and Matt Kint, he's starring in it. He said something at Comic-Con that when he finally held that comic number one in his hands, like he felt that he had made it. Made it. Like he's like, I'm finally like I've done I, it. <laughs> that's cool. But also at the same time, like there are action figures of you from probably like 10 movies. Like, come on, I know. Man. Like, the, the point of the Matrix Resurrections is that your life has become this thing where, like, you are an action figure. Yeah, true. If you didn't make it after that, come on, man. I get it. Like, it's cool. I, I'm not trying to take away, but, like, yeah, you maybe, made it a long time ago, and you know you did. Maybe there's just something about holding, like, a comic book about yourself that, like, sure. brings yeah, you yeah. all the way back. That you wrote that stars you or whatever, right? I mean, he's in Cyberpunk, that game that everybody hated because it was broken. I wish I could play that game. I have. I, <laughs> I, it's, they fixed it. I just haven't played it yet. And the other thing, he's apparently in The Devil in the White City, which is the based on on the non-fiction book about the serial killer at the turn of the century in the Chicago World's Fair that I think was supposed to be starring Leo, but maybe he's just producing and Scorsese's directing. Oh, But it's okay. a, li- a TV miniseries. So he's apparently the only person attached on IMDb. Well, that's gonna be good. That's gonna be really, because that book is great. So if they do it, and you know, Scorsese and if Leo is involved, they're gonna make it well, right? So. Dude, I'd be interesting to see what Scorsese and Keanu can cook up together. Yeah. Because Scorsese and Leo hit or miss. Sometimes great. Sometimes you get Shutter Island. <laughs> sometimes you get Wolf of Wall Street. Sometimes you get Gangs of New York. Oh, that's a good movie, though, isn't it? I guess it's pretty good. I haven't seen it in a while. Better than Shutter Island. That's true. Go to cageclub.me slash shows for a list of everything that we're doing. I've got Too Fast, Too Forever and How to Win the Lottery and 1999, the podcast. Mike, you have Third Times a Charm and The Monsters That Made Us and also Uncle Francis's Wine Cellar. Yeah, new show. In addition to our sporadic Elvis podcast and Cage and Keanu and Charlize and all this different stuff. So it's cageclub.me slash shows at cageclubpod on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you for listening. Email in mailbag at cageclub.me if you want us to talk about whatever. And we'll see you, I guess, next year. Yeah. Next Keanu movie, yeah. Just go check out other things. We've got other things going on. I'm Joey Lewandowski. And I'm Mike Manzi. And that was a cool breeze over the mountain. And we'll see you next time on Keanu Club. Dog. I am the Batman.